0: Welcome to the Infertile Mafia. That's Sarah. And that's Kayla. It's National Infertility Awareness Week, and the theme this year is hashtag infertility uncovered. We have
1: had some great guests on the podcast over the past year. That's right. We've been out for a whole year now. We're so old. I know, right? We're learning to walk. Uh, We're eating solid (laughs) foods. Yeah. Um, we might have a few words that we can actually say,
0: like we're growing some teeth. Our hair's a little longer.
1: Yep. It's maybe has a few curls. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. We've had some great guests on the podcast that have uncovered lots of different aspects and perspectives on infertility. So we thought this week we wanted to give you an episode every day. Um, for National Infertility Awareness Week, and give you updates on some of our mafia members that we've included on the podcast and share some highlights from
0: their interviews. There are some good updates.
1: Yeah, the there team. are.
0: Yeah. So, without further ado, enjoy the special bonus episode from your mob bosses of the infertile mafia. Okay, next. I'll let you start Laura's... It's Laura, right? Yes.
1: Yes, it's Laura, not Lara or Laura. <laughs> Although she Laura. answers to all of them. <laughs> this episode features my sister, Laura. Love you, Laura. I know you're listening. She listens to every single episode. You know why? Because she is awesome. Do you think she really listens to every episode? She does, because she very frequent frequently will text me like after she's listened or while she's listening like about something usually not related to infertility but like i heard you say blah 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 yeah she you do listen she does but she says she listen she listens at two times speed so she's Makes like sense. she's like full disclosure i miss a lot of it <laughs> so <laughs>
0: So we're like, blah, 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 blah.
1: right. So I, she was visiting. She was in town, and so for episode number forty-seven, it's called "You Might Be Infertile If." She was my co-host. I don't remember why you couldn't, why you weren't there, Sarah. It might
0: have been. I think I know why. Oh, Okay, <laughs> is it the
1: topic we don't talk about? <laughs> yes. Okay, guys. Sarah had an IVF baby. Fine. See, I said it there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes that's
1: why I was gone that's right that's that I'm remembering now so she I was had a,
0: another human cut out of my body
1: right 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 an IVF baby so <laughs> it's okay she didn't get pregnant naturally
0: so it's okay that would be very interesting if I got pregnant naturally. It would, since you don't have fallopian tubes, you would yeah. be a
1: actual medical marvel. Yeah, yeah, you would be like Louise Brown. You'd have all these articles written about you. You'd be famous for all the wrong reasons.
0: People would think it would. It's the second coming of Jesus, right? <laughs> Immaculate conception. Oh my God, Sarah, you're Mary, two point oh. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if I got pregnant naturally. Well, right, right, which you didn't, so we're back. So, <laughs> so I am not married 2.0.
1: No, but I did have a handful <laughs> of people guest hosts with me during that special time that you had. And when <laughs> when, when Laura was on the show, um, it was so much fun. I loved getting to sit down and talk to my sister because she really gives the perspective of like a member of your of your support system who's not infertile but who is also awesome and does a great job of being understanding and and knows how to treat someone battling infertility as well as like inappropriate comments and questions from people (laughs) so like in some ways she was like more fired up about inappropriate comments than even i was so Aww. I'm gonna play a few clips of that. And then I also like quizzed her on uh, a post in our Facebook group that was just like, you might be infertile if and then everybody listed all these comments and I asked I was like, Let's see if you know what any of these mean and she was surprisingly woke when it came to being <laughs> <laughs> knowing her infertility stuff. So Good for her, yeah. It's just it's so nice when you have people who have not gone through infertility in your corner that are supportive. So
0: that is thanks, Laura. That to episode was a little weird because it was like you were talking to yourself. Oh, <laughs> like who's talking? Oh. That's
1: right, because we sound so similar. Yeah, right. Yeah, a lot of people say that, and then said it again, even after that podcast. I'm like, Ugh, that sounded like two of you. <laughs> it did sound can, like two of you. Did it really? Yeah. See, I don't. We don't hear it, but everybody tells us that.
0: So sounds.
1: Similar. It's probably good that she's not my co-host <laughs> full time.
0: It would be like two of you talking to each other.
1: Yeah, that's kind of trippy. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy hearing from my sweet little sister. Don't worry about it, guys. She's super fertile, so if you—if you want to hate her, you can. It's she won't she. She's the type of person that she gets it. Like she knows if you hate her because she's fertile, right? Well, I just don't tell people. My story, usually. What do you mean? I mean, I don't want to be insensitive and, like, be one of those braggy people. Oh, that, like, on Facebook, mm-hmm. we got pregnant on the first try. Yeah, or oops, accidental, which, by the way, was not the case. But. Right. Which we, in the infertility community, appreciate that very much. Because you did have a... you. Tr- you Luke was your first try. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like the others on lost. I didn't want to lost. <laughs> okay. Well. So you lost me on lost. <laughs> <laughs> you're we have to have a term for you people. Okay. And you're the FP. The the FP. The okay. fertile FP. <laughs> it, could be. it could be a lot The F worse. could be a lot of things. Those fucking people. <laughs> Just do the F.P. <laughs> um, yeah. No, but I think it's good because Lara is one of the, quote, fertile people that she's, she's good. She's part of the mafia because she's super supportive of the infertility community. You listen to the podcast. You have to the podcast. You've listened to every episode. I have. Full disclosure, I listen to it on double speed. I know, and I don't understand that. But I do listen to it every week. Well, I appreciate that. Ha- has there been anything that you've learned about the infertility community that maybe you didn't know or like, I don't know. Has there been anything, and it doesn't even have to be like, the podcast specifically, but maybe just going, watching me go through it over the years and, like, has there been anything about, I don't know, the infertility community that you're like, huh, I mean, it could be anything. (laughs) Like, they pee on a lot of stuff or whatever. (laughs) There's just a lot, a lot of thinking. Mm, A lot of thinking involved. What do you mean? I mean, you just always got to be thinking about something. Oh, sure. And you always got to be waiting on something. Guys, she just hit the nail on the head. <laughs> We're always thinking and waiting. <laughs> it's not a fun place to be. It's not. I mean, you can empathize with right. us, right? Yeah. Well, I try. You do. And you, have you since I went through it, have had a lot of friends or just people that you know that right. have also gone through it. Right. That you have been able to provide support or just be more empathetic to their situation, and that's a good thing, yeah. So, kudos to you. I just try to listen mostly. <laughs> You've listened to our advice. Well, I was doing that before I listened to the podcast, but yes, that's I just good. try to shut up and listen. So, one thing that my sister has. I think even before I was going through infertility, I've noticed, but I thought you could (laughs) briefly (laughs) share, is, so this is one thing that's very annoying to the infertility community, and that's people who, who complain about gender disappointment, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's in your small group at church. Don't feel like I've ever seen it on Facebook. Would anyone be that blatantly Yes. Wow. People would. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Where are the brains? I don't know. Mm. But that is one thing I have noticed. It gets it gets Lara. She gets she just has very little patience. No patience for that. No. No patience. No. <laughs> Beautiful children, no matter their gender. Yeah. Like what's wrong with having Two boys. What, What's know, wrong with having two girls? Yeah. Does your husband really need the okay. kid he can play catch with? Because I'm pretty sure a girl can catch a ball. Ooh. <laughs> Guys. Just saying. Another one that is big in the infertility community are women who complain about their pregnancy. I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that one, I can, I get it. Because pregnancy is not easy. I don't get it. (laughs) Pregnancy is not easy. You can find your, like, one or two people that you can complain to about how awful X, Y, or Z is. Do not proclaim it to the world because you don't know what those people that you're proclaiming it to may be feeling at the moment. True. True. Just be thankful that you get to experience pregnancy. Maybe you should host this podcast. I don't think think that would be a good idea. No, but no, you're right. I mean, I agree with you. I like tend to let that one slide a little more because I I just... don't. (laughs) I just know. I understand pregnancy is hard. I don't like it either. But it's different than gender disappointment. Um, Okay. I want to play a fun game with you. Well, if this is lame, we'll just cut it. Okay. Okay. You. So, can you read these? Yeah. We're not gonna read the names. We're gonna keep it anon. Okay. But, so, this there was a post in our Facebook group that was like. You know you're infertile with, or when you know you're infertile when, when. yeah. Similar to like you might be a redneck if. So I want to read some of them. I want to know if you understand the reference. Okay. So the first one, when you go for your 7 a.m. ultrasound and roll your eyes when the tech leaves for your, quote, modesty <laughs> before a scan. <laughs> we don't have all the time in the world, Aaron. Let's not pretend there's any modesty here. Now, I feel like all women can relate to that All one. women, if they've been to an OBGYN, should be able to relate to this. Do you think it's awkward that they walk you in there, tell you to undress, leave the room for 20 seconds, and then come back? Um, I don't know if awkward's the right term. Just It's just like, why? (laughs) You could just turn your back, and then you could come back so much faster. But I think what somebody said... Then your ass just gets cold while you're waiting. Right. That's why you should just always have your phone with you. Even if you don't have pants on. I feel like it's so germy to, like, be texting with no pants. I just assume that maybe they go to check on other patients during that time. Like, they're not just, like, Doo-doo-doo. loitering in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> what about the, the, like, paper cloth? Yeah, when y'all were talking about that in the last episode that I listened to, it, mm-hmm. the, my my I'm from Houston. My doctor in Dallas, where I delivered my first baby, all cloth, mm. which I thought was kind of weird. I don't like the cloth. You don't like the cloth? No, cause I don't know how clean it is. You know who I am? I don't even like hotel sheets. Guys, one time <laughs> for her birthday, I got her this. What's it called? I don't know. Sleeping something bug or cocoon. something. A bed cocoon. <laughs> Some kind of like it's like, it's like an adult version of like a. It's like a. It's like a sleeping bag, but with sheets. sheets. Yeah, and it's wonderful, and I've used it many times because she's insanely neurotic. Even in a nice hotel, she does not want to get between the sheets. She doesn't want to touch the comforter. She doesn't want to touch certainly the certainly not the comforter. No, she doesn't want to sit on the couch, no. <laughs> which she's probably. I mean, you know, your next birthday, I need to get you a black light. But oh no, don't do that. It. <laughs> it would be so bad. I don't. I'm not a dermaphobe. I will eat or drink after anyone. I let my children eat things off the floor that have been there <laughs> on the floor of a like the floor of a f- baseball stadium for like three innings. We sure. You that. want the hot dog, have at it. But no. N- There's... N- n- other people's jizz and stuff. I'm oh, not I'm not in on that. Something about hotel It all happened when I got ringworm. That's oh, when it happened. That's true. That's when it happened. I got ringworm from la quinta. So any La Quinta people <laughs> <laughs> listening. Stop letting pets Stay in your hotel because yeah. they transferred ringworm to me. <laughs> well, let's X La Quinta off the list of our uh, no more podcast Le- no sponsors. More, yeah. No more La Quintas. <laughs> oh, man. That's when it started ringworm. So, yeah, so I got you this bed cocoon thing, and you love it. Love it. Used it many times. I'm not using it while we're here in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> but you trust my laundering abilities. I trust your laundering, okay? But That's... I do frequently travel with it. But so in Dallas they did the sheet, and you didn't like it. And in Houston they do the paper cloth paper, paper you which I also—I mean, I don't know if I liked it better, but I just felt like it's a little more hygienic. Hmm, it's not as like comforting but there's nothing really comfortable would you rather about just have it situation? be optional like karen said on that podcast like um like would you rather just go sans cloth? no cuz i don't really want to see wanda going inside of me personally <laughs> or my doctor checking me out either i just i mean i guess i wouldn't have to look no but. i it's, there's nothing about it as And then, yeah, you got all that lube that you have to, like, wipe with something. So much lube. So, here's another one. You might be infertile when shouts of shots, 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 <laughs> shot, doesn't elicit tequila pores. <laughs> I think that one's self-explanatory right? Self-explanatory <laughs> yeah or when you pay paid... people that are in the infertile community people outside might not know they might not get it they don't know all the shots involved. No, they don't know. Did you have any concept of IVF like what what before I was going through it what like what did you think about IVF? Like I think about what I thought of it well, I don't think I knew mm-hmm. much about it other than right. They transferred an embryo, or more than one embryo sometimes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: into the female. Literally, that's all that I knew. <laughs> Didn't know. Did not know the stimming. Did not know the shots involved. Did not know the yeah. jerk-off room stories, of course. Why would I know no. those? Did not know. Just did not know. No. Because it's just not, like... It's not I think a- the most surprising thing to me, though, would have been, like, the stimming and the egg retrieval. I just hadn't thought that through, oh. of, of how... You create the embryo. Right. Or or like. That you create multiple. you would do like multiple at one time. It just hadn't before walking through someone with IVF. Right. Which when they first did it, they didn't do that. They would just take whatever egg was available. And the success rates were obviously not very. A little lower. They're a little lower. Yeah. But they're trying to increase your odds. Um, okay. This is a good one. When showing your partner your ass and saying, "Hurry up and stick it in," doesn't mean the same thing in your house as it does in other people's. <laughs> that's the best spot for the for, spot for the progesterone, right? Yes, that's the best spot. We haven't done an episode on progesterone and oil specifically, oh. but we will. Well, we've I talked that. about it. Yeah, remember the butt shots? I remember your bruises. Do you? Yeah. You remember me show on my tummy yeah or my probably both butt too, I remember some on your butt, like top top of the butt, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you call that top is of that, the butt is that, <laughs> how about when someone offers you eggs and they aren't inviting you to breakfast, <laughs> you want my eggs? <laughs> Okay, I have a really creepy, weird, odd question that's going to creep you out because I know you, you're you my sister. What if I had not been able to get pregnant with my eggs? Like, what if I had low ovarian reserve? Would you have offered me your eggs? Yes. Really? I probably would have. Wait, your eggs, my eggs? I don't know. Maybe. I thought you were going to say if you, like, couldn't carry, would I have oh, offered to be my surrogate? Would you be my surrogate? Yeah. Clark and I even talked about it. <laughs> oh. Like, maybe. Aw. Guys, guys, I do have emotions. I'm tearing up. Yeah, she's tearing up right now. She's crying on this podcast. Not not crying, just tearing up. There's tears in her eyes. very common. There's tears rolling down her cheeks. I get it from my dad. I'm brushing away two tears. My emotions come from dad, you know?
0: Yeah. Pretty logical
1: most of the time. And then every once in a while, not so much. (laughs) We love you, dad. Think Dad. Dad listens to I'm, this? <laughs> I really. <laughs> out of the two of them, out of the two of them, Dad them. probably would more so than Mom. You're right. Dad, so, hi Dad. <laughs> hi Dad, we love you. Please don't. I mean, I don't. Don't judge me. I got, <laughs> I got my emotions and my big forehead brain. My forehead not <laughs> my forehead brain. My forehead vein. From you, Dad. We both got our big forehead from Dad. Yeah, but I got the giant vein that sticks out. I have it too. Not as much not as you. Not mine is. Dad gave Profound. us a lot of wonderful traits and a few not, like our gray hair. Gray hair. Mine's way worse than yours. Yeah, but yours is fuller than mine. Mine's thinner. Mine's thinning. I have thinning hair. Yeah. I have geriatric hair. Oh. It's gray and thinning. I got spots on my at skin. Least, also at least you be... That's true. You're Vitiligo. <laughs> We're just walking autoimmunes over here. We really are. <laughs> Laura has MTHFR two guys. Same but, same thing as Caleb. Yeah, same compound exact one. Compound heterozygous for the methylene tetrahydrofolate reductase deficiency. The exact same like number and stuff too. Yeah, because when I got tested for it, you're right, right. I told you, but it didn't affect your <laughs> fertility, so you're not a good poster child for us. <laughs> not so much. No, <laughs> it, as we discussed earlier today, might have affected. It might have. Do My you want to say, say why? Do you want to say why? Do you want to share? Sure. My firstborn, he was born with a cleft lip. Yeah. So, Which might have might have been due to not absorbing folate as I should have been. Right. There are some might have not been articles, studies, whatever that equate. M-T-H-F-R with birth, defects. birth defect, neural tubal birth defects, which cleft palate and cleft lip are. So it's one of those, like, could have been, but we'll never know. never know. And then, so she found out that I had it when I was going through infertility, and then you found out what it meant, the implications for pregnancy. So then with number two, with I her second. got tested before. She got oh. tested before, found out you were compound heterozygous, and then took um, folate yeah. supplements. Yeah. And Miles did not have a cleft lip, but I mean, who knows. I don't know, he's pretty weird. Though. He's got other issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm like I, I thought you would be totally weirded out and freaked out by the question of would you be my egg donor? <laughs> I'm happy to hear. I mean, you didn't we even, don't even be She freaked didn't out even by hesitate. It. it was a resounding yes. You didn't even hesitate. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, it wouldn't be weird that you would have, like, a biological child with your brother-in-law that w- that I would raise. No, because, I mean, like, what if something happens to Clark and I? You might get our children anyways. Well, I never thought of it that way. So. It's almost like letting me adopt one of your children or something, almost. Or, I don't know. I don't know if you would want my eggs, though. You <laughs> might want to be, like, you know. Find somebody like that doesn't have weird auto. <laughs> like I need someone way healthier than you. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe.
1: No, you're you're super healthy. I mean, I'm glad we didn't have to cross that bridge, obviously, but I've encountered many women who have, and yeah. and I think it's, it's a tough decision. It is a tough decision, and I totally understand either both sides of it, like wanting it to be totally anonymous. Or like wanting to keep it, because then the other the other argument I've heard is that then it's at least like it's still part of your DNA because right. it's from your sister right. who's like biologically like, like it's still part of you. You in some ways, yeah. yeah. So I've got some friends who are in a same sex relationship, and they did IVF, and they well they might have done IUI. I'm not I'm not positive of all the ins and outs, but. One yeah. of them, her brother, is also homosexual, and he donated his sperm. And the other, the non-sister, carried the baby. Does that make sense? Did yeah. I explain that well? Yeah. So, so, so they, they put brother's sperm. They put into uncle's the wife into wife. Into... Yes, yes. Like, not his sister. Yes. <laughs> into his sister's wife. Right, into wife. his sister's wife. So then God. baby gets some of both mom's DNA, but it's through the donation of the brother. Two brother's... Ah. So uncle is, is biologically kind of like dad. Uncle is dad, biologically. Right. But, got yeah. it. But not being raised like that. It's very similar to an egg donation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nice, okay. let's find a couple more of these when when you've seen more action from Wanda than any man ever, when your Ari is on speed dial. I do like this one. okay, I'll read this one when way too many people know and care and have a genuine interest in your cervical mucus. yeah, how do you feel about cervical mucus? Well, does anyone really like cervical mucus? A lot of people are talking about it on the internet. (laughs) Like, a lot of people. I just couldn't get into my mucus. I don't like the word mucus. (laughs) No. Sarah and I talked about this. Why can't we have another word? I need another word for mucus. I think of mucus like snotty little children. Well, it's like snot. It's gross. Have you ever done a cervical check? No. Have you ever... No. Up the... Not... No. Checked out the... Checked out my cervix. No. No. You've never felt it? I don't think so. You should dig around in there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Just try it. I don't really want to find out what my cervix feels like. I'm good. Um, When you're ovulating, it will be soft. Like (laughs) the tip of your nose. Yeah, I understand the... Clothes for business. Forehead. Right. I've listened to the podcast <laughs> but I don't, I don't need to check it. <laughs> I, there there's not a lot that gets me squirmish but I just I can only do so much cervical mucus talk. And please don't send me pictures of your That's what I was mucus. about to say. So yeah, like do people yes. take it out somehow take what do you mean scoop take it, it out? out? Scoop it out? <laughs> take a photo she's clearly never been infertile suck it out <laughs> you cannot... it just comes out you've never well i understand that but i yeah. mean like what if you wanted a like larger sample size i don't know i don't think you can I get you, i think you, it's just you can cut this part. <laughs> <laughs> when the dildo cam becomes the norm you just lay down and take it when your phone autocorrects "I've" to "IVF" and "fed" to "FET." Yeah, that's rough when mm. when the phone is getting smart. When the phone knows you're infertile. Mm. Rough. You... Okay, so we're gonna wrap it up. Quick lightning round. Wait, let me see Wait, if. I How I'd long go. have we been talking? Almost an hour. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> you Time... ask all the things you wanted to ask. Time flies when you're. I'm in the hot seat. <laughs> Well, okay, fine, then. Is I mean, is there anything else you want to add? Like, I mean, do you, like, do you want to get, like, soft and mushy on me? Well, and, I don't like... know if I want to get soft and mushy. <laughs> but I might just say, like, I'm sorry that people who don't get it suck so much. I like it. You know? Mm-hmm. They just don't get it. And there's only so much grace you can give before you're, like, done. hmm And it's really annoying, so... It is annoying. And I've even told you before of, like, sometimes I want, when people ask me about, like, oh, so-and-so is getting to be, like, one and a half. I guess it's time to add another baby to your family. And I want to, like, burst into tears just to, like, prove my point of, like, you don't do this to people. (laughs) It's not appropriate to ask people their family planning. Right. Right. And you're not even in the infertility community and it's still upsetting to you because you know that that question can be so hard for other right. people. So I would rather, like, prove the point, f- like, for me, mm-hmm. like, uh, um, on behalf of other people. <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> you know, sometimes the old ladies that ask it mean well. Right. But they need to just shut up. They just don't know. They, they don't. They don't know that it can be really hurtful. They don't know. But at some point, they need to know. (laughs) So just know, everyone, that when some old lady at church asks Laura when she's having her third, she's going to burst into tears for you. Okay? She's doing it for you. But truly, my husband and I both, we, like, try to enlighten others of, like, it's not appropriate. It's just not appropriate. You just don't do it. But... You know, everyone, Or you don't like joke about it. Or you don't talk about like, oh, I hate that I'm pregnant again. Or, or my kids are such assholes. They're awful. Yeah. To yeah. know your audience. Or even if you don't know your or, audience. Yeah, then don't. If then they don't just know your audience. don't. Right. But you can't always know your audience, so just assume they're all infertile. <laughs> just assume people don't want to hear your complaints. Yeah. And assume people don't want you asking about what's happening in their sex life and in their uterus. You know, I mean, it's none solid advice. Yes. <laughs> you know, everyone should be so lucky to have a sister like you because truly, I, I mean, we have read so many like emails and comments from listeners around the world at this point and like people struggle with this so much, even with the people that are close to them and the people that love them and that support them. And a lot of it is because of what you said. They just don't, they, they can't, they've never been there. So they don't know how to be empathetic. And I think you've done a really great job of, even though you fully admit, like you don't totally get where we're coming from, but you have done a beautiful job the whole time. That I have gone through infertility and beyond of, of being supportive. Like you've done it in the best possible way that anyone can, who hasn't actually been there themselves. And I've said it on the podcast before that you were my go-to person and that's why. So thank you. Well, thank oh. you for saying those I things. would like to publicly thank you now. <laughs> Here's your Oscar when you said it on the podcast before I cried. So I <laughs> not crying at this moment. It sounds so But l- thank you. And sis- I feel for people like like Sarah, you're not here tonight, but you have a brother. Like you it's different too, I think for mm-hmm. people who have a sister. I would hope your sister of all people, but sometimes sisters be dumb too. If your sisters an asshole <laughs> you can't have mine i'm sorry <laughs> no but i really appreciate you coming and being my co-host today we'll have to be a google hangout next time no next time we're together and okay. there's a closet we'll do it. mom and dad's closet yeah we'll we'll get in mom and dad's closet Count on how many shoes mom has there you go that's a good idea probably not as many as you <laughs> certainly not as colorful of Different colors, like those green ones. Bill was like, I've never seen you wear those green ones. No, you wore those to to exactly see, that's what I
0: told him. This is why everyone needs a sister. That's it for today. Join us again soon for another episode. (laughs) That was so cute, Sarah. That's it for today. (laughs) That's all, folks. (laughs) Yubba, yubba,
1: (laughs) yubba. In the meantime, if you need more, join our closed Facebook groups called the Infertile Mafia and the Infertile Mafia Bosses and Babies. And that Facebook group is for um, anyone who has gone through infertility, but maybe now is pregnant or adopting or doing surrogacy. Anything that's kind of after the infertility, but you're still infertile, you're kind of in that limbo. Um, and of course, um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating and review if you like the show. You can email us at infertilemafia at gmail.com, and you can find us on Instagram at infertile
0: podcast. Speaking of emails, did you see that one email we got from some random person that said, I need money? Send me money. <laughs> yes.
1: Guys, please don't send us emails that say send me money. We don't have any. No. You should know this. We're I'm infertile. Not. We don't
0: have money. <laughs> and not money to so. send to random people on the internet. <laughs> but you can send us an email about infertility stuff if you want.
1: Absolutely. If you wanna um let us share some kind of unique experience or something unique about you, a good jerk off room story anything like that we love we love 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 hearing from mafia members so absolutely email us but don't ask us for money because we don't have any
0: hey thanks again for joining us today on the Infernal mafia Bye. bye